0: Super Talk Mississippi media production.
1: Come see The Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at The Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel.
2: This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour.
2: I'm gone Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now don't forget you can listen to good things when you're streaming live over at Supertalk.fm or also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And we want you to think about putting the Grammy Museum, Mississippi, into your Thanksgiving plans yep that's coming up quick like in a hurry in about a week all those kiddos will be out of school what are you gonna do with them you're gonna take them to a museum and joining us to tell us more is miss emily havens with grammy museum mississippi hey emily hey
1: rebecca how are you today
2: i can't believe that thanksgiving's like what two thursdays away and we'll be eating turkey that's crazy
1: it's really uh, flown by, and I'm so glad you brought up Thanksgiving because I feel like I'm in Christmas overload. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are here on
2: Good Things. We are not skipping over right. the most delicious holiday, um, Thanksgiving. But I do yes. know there's a lot of good things going on throughout the holiday season, I guess we should say from now to the end of the year there at uh, Grammy Museum, Mississippi. And so I can imagine that you are up to your neck and I guess, um, snow bells or jingle bells? Else. is that one way of saying it
1: absolutely we are we are um you know it's wonderful this time of year because there are so many schools visiting the museum um just you know with um, kind of holiday field trips the last uh, little bit of school and teachers i know are getting worn out and so i'm glad that they are choosing the museum to bring their their school groups here and to experience some music and um and some fun here at grammy museum we um we have got, in fact, we have the American Queen boat here today, and so the museum is full of visitors, and it's just so much fun to be able to share um, this museum and the, the history and the music of Mississippi uh, with, you know, people from all over the world.
2: So if we're going to be out and about and starting to do in our own holiday um, traveling, many of us will be going, you know, through Cleveland, we may be coming to Cleveland, we may leaving from Cleveland, I don't know, but, but what can we do to put uh, the, the museum on our to-do list this upcoming holiday season or what should we put on our to-do list should I say
1: well, we we still have, you know, several um, of our FitBeat exercise class programs that are free to the community and visitors on the front porch. Uh, two great holiday wins and thanks uh, during November and two during Christmas. Um This weekend, Cleveland is going to be so busy with, um, of course, Delta State has a huge football game this weekend at home and being homecoming. Uh, but we have 50 nights of lights, so the lighting of the downtown um, lights and the large, I think it's a 41-foot Christmas tree, all of that, um those activities happen on um, on Saturday evening between 530 and 7 um, and then of course you've got to visit the museum uh, we are really excited to be able to be a part of all the fun activities that are going on downtown and there's just so many fun things to do between this weekend all the way till January 1st um, with Christmas and also Thanksgiving and open house uh, but certainly putting the museum um, on a list of things to do is going to be important we've got an incredible exhibit with the highway Sixty-one Traveling America's Music Highway, um, all the artists and the music and the genres that were born um, along this great highway that stretches from St. Louis down to New Orleans, and so it's just an incredible uh, road trip within your road trip, and uh, we hope that people will come and, and see this great exhibit that we curated ourselves and um, just really celebrates uh, all the music and the great artists from this state and great artifacts and interviews and, and uh, videos, and it's just a must for everybody. Speaking of Christmas, I know
2: there in Cleveland, uh, the Main Street and the downtown really transforms into the 50 Nights of Lights, man. That really is something to see if you've never done that before. We always love our time there when we get to come and sort of highlight that. And they transform. Does the museum, I mean, the museum transforms every time you you change an exhibit um, out, and that's a big deal. But do y'all sort of go through the whole holiday, you know, redo? Do the trees go up? Did the garland comes out? Is there anything special you you guys do to sort of spruce up the place for the holiday season?
1: yeah we do we have well of course um there's you know from highways uh the intersection of eight and sixty one all the way to the museum is great um ornaments uh, i'm sorry instruments that are on all of the the light holes that kind of light the way to the museum and then we do have um Christmas tree or a holiday lit tree in the in the that is a part of the fifty nights of lights in our lawn um and then we of course we celebrate all the holidays um in the um gift shop with um great um festive um, decorations for sure. Uh, and we we want to make sure that, you know, the, the gift shop has incredible music um, gifts for all the people in your life that love music. And so we really do try to think about um, making sure people know the kind of gifts we have in the gift shop and the gifts of music, um, whether it's a membership to the museum, the gift that keeps on given all year long. Uh, and also just great, really cute ideas um, and gifts for um, music from albums and CDs to music, to um, scarves and T-shirts and just sweatshirts and all kind of fun stuff. Um, We even have a kitchen section uh, in the gift shop. So we don't want people to forget about um, the music lovers in your life and and have an opportunity to shop for those in our gift shop um, is an incredible way to uh, continue the celebration from downtown shopping to the museum.
2: A lot of fun stock and stuffer type things. And I love the idea of getting uh, memberships to museums for families. It's just an easy way to, you know, Give them an opportunity to get out and do something. It is the gift that keeps on giving. And it's a lot of times families won't do it for themselves. But that's a great um, idea for, you know, young families or even retirees or whatever it may be. Give them the gift where they can't. They don't have to have an excuse to get out and just go look for a couple hours or go to one event. They don't feel like they, you know, can't because, you know, they can't commit. But they can because they're a member now.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's really a great um, teacher's gift for classrooms to get together and kind of give a teacher um, oh, an yeah. opportunity yeah, to bring their family to the museum anytime they want to for a year or so. Um, it's a great idea to to think about that, and you know, so many of us um, have opportunities to go to museums, but sometimes our teachers just do not. They spend their uh, field trips going to other places with their um, school groups, and so it's nice to be able for them to maybe enjoy a field trip to the museum with their own family.
2: I saw too, on your Facebook page, Emily, where they mentioned elevate your corporate holiday celebration, and I thought, ah, oh, we think of field trips, right, for you know, kiddos, but you can also utilize the museum for fun. And professional reasons so it, sort of explain what that might look like would it be a field trip to the museum for a corporate gathering or is there you know spaces for a holiday luncheon or something
1: yeah all of that uh, we have corporations and family reunions and weddings, but corporations look at it um, maybe it's a field trip and maybe they do lunch somewhere um, in the area and get to enjoy a day of coming through the museum or, or certainly a seated um, dinner or a buffet here and have lunch or dinner here. Um, a lot of um, companies do that and certainly during the holidays a lot of appreciation for employees type events that corporations like to have here um, and it's just it's one of those places where it's kind of something for everyone. You have an opportunity as a team to go in and make your own music in the rolling room or write a song with Kev Mo, um, you know, read, go through the exhibits, the interactive exhibits, watch great films together. And so it really is a great opportunity. Um, although food and drink is great, but then being able to kind of add to that um, evening with, an, with other activities within the museum and just kind of doing it all here. We've got a, a great um, special events um, manager who takes care of um, the clients and makes sure that um that it's a night to remember for everybody
2: just something to think about people to keep in mind what we've got right here right here in our um you know our state when you think about doing things for your employees or your family or whatever it may be i think that would be one heck of a family reunion i'm thinking i need to talk to to my people i'm like that that would be an upgrade for (laughs) a family (laughs) reunion um event how long is the highway 61 exhibit going to be there emily is it just through the year or y'all are y'all are kind of settled in on it for a little while longer right
1: we are. We'll, we will close it um, in late summer, early fall. Um, I don't think we have an exact closing date, but it will be somewhere around the end of August next year. Um, so we are um, going to celebrate Highway 61 for a bit longer. We've got some great programs to announce very soon for 2024. 2024. Um, that will tie into um, to that exhibit and just kind of deepen the meaning of it and what it's meant to American music. So um, it's a great road trip, and it's like you're taking a road trip in the exhibit. So um, it will be a, a great opportunity for, um, for families and friends and, uh, and people to come and take kind of a road trip journey to, to Cleveland and enjoy a, a journey on Highway 61 when you get in.
2: Are there special holiday hours for the museum that you want folks to know about?
1: Yeah, we are going to be closed Thanksgiving Day. Of course, um, we'll open back up on Friday, regular hours. Um, So Thanksgiving, we're just closed that one day. And then Christmas, um, the way Christmas falls this year, and we're already closed on Monday, so we'll be closed Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the 26th. Um, Other than that, and just New Year's Day. So other than that, we are going to be open. And we've got all of that posted on our website as well as on Facebook. Um, or someone can just call the box office and we'll give them that information as well.
2: All right, Emily. Well, you're welcome back 2024 to tell us about all the upcoming uh, programs. But until then, Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas.
1: You too, Rebecca. I hope to see you soon. Thank
2: you. <laughs> all right. All right. You guys stick with us. we got more good for you coming up next.
1: Over you.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's good things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app and you you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But if you tune in to Super Talk TV, you'll see I got some friends with me who have joined here in the studio. I got Miss Kelly Osborne; she's with the American Heart Association. She's the Heart Walk director this year. We've got Dr. Terry Dyes. she is the Chief Medical Officer at St. Dominic Hospital and Director of Hospital Medicine, and she's also a 2024 Heart Walk Chair. And y'all got you guys are always up to such good things this time of year to bring awareness to heart research and all that the American Heart Association does through the walk so welcome Thank you. And I see you both have your stickers, so you went and did your due diligence and voted. Yes. So thank y'all for, for that. I feel like many of us are either morning lunchers or we're going to be afternooners. So we're going to walk ourselves into the polls and do that. But we're also going to think about walking for the American Heart Association. So Kelly, I'm going to start with you as the Heart Walk director. How do you kind of explain the Heart Walk when people, when you start to get out and sort of talk about it? What What is the Heart Walk?
4: Yes. Yeah, so the Heart Walk is a community event. So it, it is truly for the community. Um, we do partner with companies throughout the city Um, we do love to see full families so bring your kids bring your your pets your dogs on leeches all of that but it is a 5k distance we also have a one mile survivor route so it is a ultimately a fundraiser for the american heart association so you can go online you can register for the event and you can donate personally or you can send uh, request to family, to friends, to send donations on your behalf to your Heart Walk team.
2: Dr. Dias, I know there being at St. Dominic's, you guys know the importance of taking care of your heart and sort of heart health, um, particularly with what you guys all do at the hospital there on a daily basis. But how do you sort of convey that to patients or just to the community and how important it is to support the American Heart Association, but also to think about your heart and to think about the things uh, you can do to take care of it?
5: Absolutely. As a female, Mm -hmm. physician Uh, you know we've been trying to focus a lot now on females and the heart disease in females Uh, it's just not recognized it's thought of as a man's disease and while one in three of us here are going to have some type of heart disease so i got really involved with go red for women Mm -hmm. uh, and then that just rolled right into the heart walk um, because uh, again we have just seen our focus be on men, and I'm really trying to spread that word on females, uh, learning about heart disease and rolling that into uh, pregnancy and, and the disease and pregnancy of cardiovascular involvement. So I'm really excited to do this and uh, continue uh, our information and encouragement around the state.
2: Which I think is a good point. I mean, we especially women being busy, we kind of are easy to, to um, brush things under the rug that aren't important. So what are some of those key things that like if you got women listening here and good things and they're like, oh, this is another talk about whatever. Yes, it is. Yeah. But what are those things that if you've got this checklist, then maybe you need to take your heart health a little more seriously? Absolutely.
5: Um, one is age. Women getting into menopause age tend to start having more risk factors. Um, blood pressure. What's your blood pressure? Are you hypertensive? Do you have diabetes? Are you smoking? Uh, What is your weight? Um, A lot of times we talk in medical literature about your BMI. But one good thing for women to do is just measure your waist. If your waist is more than 35 inches, carrying that weight around your waist is a a higher increase for heart disease. Uh, What's your family history? Uh, did you have gestational diabetes? So in your pregnancy, did you have diabetes? These are all risk factors for women that I just don't think we bring enough
2: light to. Or take seriously enough. Yeah. And I think, too, we think it's generational. So if you think your mama or your auntie or whoever it may be wrestled with some of these things, I would throw diabetes in that, even though that, that is still can connect to your heart. You just accept that's your fate. Mm-hmm. and But that is far from the truth. You have You have more control of your heart health than you think.
5: Yes, we do. Yeah. We can control blood pressure. You know, just with learning some nutrition facts, we can control diabetes and prevent diabetes. Uh, So I think the American Heart Association is doing a lot of education. And then what to do if something happens, being aware, like CPR that we've talked about, uh, awareness for the community, just the hands only. We don't have to do mouth-to-mouth anymore. So what to do if somebody does fall out in front of you?
2: Right, I and mean, we often we think of the American Heart Association's as just telling you to cut back on your salt or maybe not get your fried food, but really, Carrie, they do things all year long that expand in all the different sort of areas to make sure that we are up to date on all the uh, information and then all the ways to keep our hearts um, healthy. One being this Heart Walk. It's a great, it's a fundraiser, but it's also a great sort of awareness um, piece to that. Now I know it can get fun, and people can have teens or come as individuals. What's sort of like the and from the behind the scenes when it comes to the teams are people taking that pretty seriously are they trying to trying to
4: have a lot of fun with it absolutely we have some very competitive teams some very competitive walkers which I'm sitting next to a top walker (laughs) herself Um, so it is a great piece to you know use the competition between the different teams the different companies even and then individuals as well we have a lot of community teams who are registered online who have invited their friends who invited their church members their colleagues to just join their their team as an individual so it's a great it's a great atmosphere even though it is a little bit competitive we're all working towards one goal
2: which is to raise awareness and obviously funds for the american heart association okay as the heart walt director kelly that's got to be a big task um how i mean explain to people how much work and effort goes into putting something like this on each year
4: It is. It is a year-long process from getting the companies recruited to spreading the word about the event itself, and then sponsorship is a big piece of it. So just having the support from the community is something that we strive to have throughout the year, not only at the Heart Walk, but at the other events as well. So it's definitely a year-long opportunity, and it all kind of culminates this Saturday. So we're very excited.
2: Dr. Dias sort of shared her way into the American Heart Association and why
4: she stands behind what they're trying to do. How did you find your way into this position? Absolutely. So I have a background in health and wellness. So it was just a natural transition. I have personally been affected by heart disease in my family, so it means a lot. And it's something that I think we all can get behind. Uh, Unfortunately, it's the number one uh, cause of death. So that's something that I feel like most people have been affected in some way by heart disease or stroke. I think that's one thing you know. There's so many things that bring
2: us together, then separate us. And heart disease is definitely one of those, Doctor Dias, Because when you fill out all of your medical information, it's always like family history. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anybody who probably hasn't put down somebody close to them has either had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or has gone a step farther with stroke. Or and, and that's not you know that's not a good thing that we're all. But we can all at least empathize with each other that we're all in this together, sort of trying to get healthier in terms of taking care of our heart, absolutely yeah and one way is to get out and sort of walking and i know exercise is a big piece to that Um, and people like ha i don't want to exercise rebecca don't tell me to do that it doesn't take much though does it dr Dias, for you to make improvements and you know so many people have
5: trackers these days it's a watch or a ring or you know apple fitbit so many garments uh and a lot of people get competitive just with that with themselves looking at their steps That is one thing that motivates me, watching my steps. I also, my philosophy is get it done early. Plan it in your schedule. You know, you plan the night before I'm going to get up and walk in the morning or I'm going to go do my exercise. And that way you're not at the end of the day making another excuse because it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. hard. We're all busy. We're all working. But you've got to make time for yourself. You've got to invest
2: in your own health. If you don't, then it loo- you lose it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that's the you know, and I think sometimes it just becomes such a big problem when you think about it being the number one uh, killer for both men and women, but particularly shining the light on the ladies today. Um, it, it can feel overwhelming and like you you're drinking from a water hose. But there really are things that everyone can can have a little bit of autonomy about and sort of do in their own lives um, to improve improve their health and. One is signing up for the Heart Walk, right, Kelly? That's okay. So if they're like, "Oh, I am so competitive, and I think I have a team that might could you know beat Dr. Dias walking," um, I won't ask how fast you can walk. I'm sure it's it's pretty it's
4: pretty it's pretty intense. How do they do that, (laughs) Kelly? Is it too late to have to have a team? No, it is not too late. You can either go online and register. That's the MetroJacksonHeartWalk.org, or if you don't have time to go online and register, you can show up the day of at the event and you can still participate and walk um, and we will accept donations at the event we'll accept you know anybody who wants to show up it's free for anybody who wants to come so yeah you still have plenty of time when is it i this don't know if saturday. we said that so it's
2: this saturday. this saturday
4: it begins at the activities begin at 8 a.m the walk itself will kick off around 9 a.m and it's at the mississippi museum of art
2: oh, it will be a beautiful downtown
5: yeah. location. and
4: we'll be doing some blood pressure screenings there so we have a yep. lot of activities bring
5: your pet dress your pet up we'll have a pet contest Mm -hmm. dress yourself up you know have fun with it
2: yeah have fun and come out and just go ahead and take you know take a little of initiative and know those numbers you mentioned real quick blood pressure are there any other major numbers Dr. Dias that if someone left this conversation with today and said I need to know that to know my heart health what would you recommend you mentioned waste mentioned waste Um, do you have diabetes what's your blood sugar and you know do you
5: check it do you know it what's your cholesterol especially with family history. We've got so many options for treatment of cholesterol if you can't control it with diet and exercise. Another thing that people don't think about is your sleep. Yeah, How much are you sleeping? Are you getting enough sleep? Especially women as caregivers. We are taking care of everybody else, but sleep is so important in the stress it, it um has on
2: your body. And you can find all that information and more I'm sure at heart.org. And I thank you ladies, hope you'll have a beautiful day and a great turnout for your walk. And you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Thank you. Good things. Don't forget, you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. You can also stream us live over at supertalk.fm and from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And hope you know you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station and all those places. You can get live up-to-the-minute results from across the state during Supertalk's Mississippi 2023 election special coverage. It starts tonight at 8 p.m., so you'll hear results from Supertalk Mississippi news team, plus an analysis and discussion from guests from across the political spectrum you can hear our election coverage across the super talk network app and watch the results on super talk tv find everything you want to know about that at Supertalk.fn slash results and i have to um say that i guess i got it wrong i misspoke yesterday rankin county i think maybe the only county that is still dry during election day which is where well, i It's am. not even
3: counties it's down to the municipality so
2: it's down to the city oh, yeah, i got man. a text
3: from the lawyer yesterday saying uh that changed a while back.
2: Ah, so it's just my neck of the woods that's still stuck in the, in the ice ages. It's
3: up to your city, town, village, or locale to decide.
2: Well, that explains a lot. So, just drive out of the county, guys. Just head on over to... <laughs> and Madison anywhere else and we had someone offer up if we need something it's all good on the coast everything's wide open and going and flowing um, on the coast when it comes to liquor and beer stores today on election day so I was not fully wrong but I was not fully right yesterday either and so we I mean
3: like I that. remember growing up in Tupelo that was the way it was you couldn't buy alcohol on election day you couldn't have it on Sundays I know they changed the law about Sunday I never heard about them change the law on election day going being Clinton. It was the same thing so that's why I was agreeing with you. I was like, well, from my experience is what I've seen.
2: So, and I just
3: apparently don't buy a whole lot of alcohol especially on election days now.
2: Well, most people don't on a random Tuesday. It's not usually your day to stop by unless, you know, it's a pretty hard hard hitter. So, there clear. Hey, at least we're moving in the right direction in some some places. So, if you if you need a bubbly for tonight's election coverage, unless you're in Rankin County, you are good to um, you are good to go.
5: So,
3: if you were screaming at the radio yesterday afternoon, there you go. Please. Thank you. We, we fixed it. We fixed
2: it. We fixed it. And if not, I mean, you probably, you know, well, you probably didn't care either way. <laughs> and that's fine, too. Middays with J.R. Gilbert will be live at the two Mississippi museums coming up Thursday for their annual Veterans Day ceremony. For more information on that, on how Mississippi is honoring our veterans, you can go to mdah.ms.gov. And then, too, don't forget, you got some time left to get in your, um, I guess, your registration for the Hardy and Laney Wilson's um VIP experience. They are coming to the Mississippi. Uh, Gulf Coast on December the 9th, and we want to give you a chance to see them live. Winners will get a pair of tickets to the show, plus you'll get a limo ride and to and from the concert, a night stay at the Beau Rivage, plus a guitar autographed by Hardy. All you have to do is visit one of our registration boxes located throughout the state, fill out your name and your contact information. You do need to be 21 years or older to enter and be listening to your local Supertalk uh, station or go to supertalk.fm slash Hardy to find a registration box um, near you. And I just posted in the Good Things uh, Facebook group where they announced at the Ellis Theater that Winona Judd is coming to Mississippi. So if that is, I know they brought Dolly and that like broke the bank and all the things and it was a great uh, turnout and it was a great um, experience for for many Dolly fans. So if you are a Judds fan, uh, Winona, she will be here uh, January 10th of 2024 and so the ticket's go on sale next Tuesday, the 14th at 10 a.m. I'm going to assume um, that it's going to be very similar to the Dolly. This is probably for a fundraiser, and and it's not probably like your traditional or standard way of doing a concert. Um, So be patient and then be more intimate, be more intimate and then know that sort of going into it. But how cool is that that we're getting all these really neat names um, getting to come and you getting the opportunity uh, to sort of uh, see those legends that maybe you saw back in their heyday? And then uh, or maybe you never got a chance uh, to see. I saw a great, I guess, one on a moment where she was talking about her career. She was accepting some award or, I guess, lifetime achievement or or something here recently. And she was saying she remembers when Garth Brooks used to open, not Garth Brooks, um, Tim McGraw used to open for her when she was at her height and then now she was opening for Tim McGraw and his latest, you know, and how just the seasons of, of, um, life and career for artists and that nature kind of go. It was, it was, it was cute. It had
3: to have been like, don't take the girl era, Tim McGraw.
2: In the very beginning, it had to be yeah. the very, yeah. I mean, the, that would have been long, but she's, I mean, the Judds have been at it for,
3: Oh yeah. I think,
1: a hot on Winona,
3: or. I know she was elected to the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Country Music Hall of Fame. The last last year was last year or two years ago, and if I'm not mistaken, she's got eighteen, nineteen, twenty number ones, something like that.
2: Like it's I mean, a crazy she can number. hold her own. She's having a moment. I know she they. Um you know, her family went through the loss of her mom. I guess we all went through the loss from but Her family did, but it feels like what could have really taken a turn for her because they were so close. Even though it was kind of a interesting dynamic that they had, she's kind of come out of that and maybe found a second phase of her career or life if you watch the voice on nbc she is the whatever you call it uh, guest, which reba used to be before reba became one of the the judges now um she's the guest celebrity judgy thingy majiggy um <laughs> one of those one, one of those kind of things it's cool to see her have a new moment a new sort of phase
3: a different facet to her career
2: uh-huh um Tanya Tucker, is that right? Did I say it right? She's also having, she's coming back. I saw on the CM, if you watch the CMAs or follow that, she will be coming back and kind of rekindling her career at what she can in her 60s. And I think that's cool. I think it's really cool to see them have this sort of, um, what do you call it? What's the last act? But not the last act because that would imply.
3: Swan song?
2: No, well, not the actual thing, but they call it was a third act, final act in, in the in a the
3: renaissance.
2: Yes. In the in the realm of you a know.
3: rejuvenation, <laughs> a rebirth.
2: <laughs> what other artists had like their moment where they went away and then maybe they made a comeback?
3: Resurgence.
2: Resurgence. Rekindling. I don't know. Comeback. You don't really call it a comeback. I guess they went somewhere, but they didn't get really knocked down. <laughs> Second act. There you yes! go. Yes. I knew if I rambled long enough, it would come to me. What other artists have had a great second act, where maybe they were at their height, they stepped back, and now
4: they're back.
3: Hmm. First I'm one bored. that comes to mind. Thank you, is Jeff. Sean that would to work too. Because Sean Connery was in The Longest Day with a whole bunch of stars, and he was a bit part. And then he had a couple other movies. And then he was James Bond. Ah! For a whole run of movies there. And then he kind of went away and did Zardoz, where he's in the weird red leather strappy futuristic thing. Mm -hmm. And he did The Highlander, which was sci-fi fantasy. And then in the 90s, he had a bit of a resurgence where he was the hot ticket. He was in The Rock. He was in Entrapment. He was... I think his last movie got a lot of bad press, and critics didn't really care for it. But The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a really cool story, and I think Sean Connery was great in it.
2: Lucas and Union, as well as George from Madison, both say Garth Brooks. I mean, he did. He kind of took away. Now, he well, he come- took
3: off because he wanted to have time with his family and wanted to actually see his kids kids grow up so but his he,
2: fans were still there for him when he came back oh
3: yeah and he made that deal with his fans he's like i'm retiring for now i'm stepping away from touring for now when my kids go off to college i'm coming back and he
2: did he did not much new music but his fans didn't want that they wanted, well i mean i'm not saying they wouldn't want new music but they appreciate him coming back and sharing all of his um i guess classic hits with oh, yeah. everyone
3: and I don't think you could quite call it a comeback, and I still haven't listened to it because it, it feels like one of those things that it, you, you need a moment for it. It needs a, a specific, special moment to listen to this because apparently there's a new Beatles song what? that has been released. It's on YouTube. It's, from what I understand, again, like I, like I said, I haven't listened to it, it's taking tracks that were recorded by the original Beatles – for a song that was never released, and it's now been mastered into a new song, similar to how you had Little Less Conversation mm-hmm. by Elvis. That was a unreleased track that had been done in the studio, and they never quite got it the way they wanted it. And then they remaster it and release it, and it was a big hit for the Ocean's movies. Apparently, the Beatles have a new song. Hmm.
2: That would be interesting. Get people talking, at least uh, interested in listening to it. We want to know your favorite comeback story from artists, movies, whatever it may be. 601-879-4395. More good things up next. Don't
1: do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be
2: happy. I'm not worried.
0: I'm happy. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget, you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. We're talking about comebacks. I'm not really sure how we got here. And not the dressing, although it's great. <laughs> it's one of the best, I believe. But no, and I don't know if it's comebacks or if they had like a second act or whatever. You, but basically, an artist and not really like a comeback from they, they were, you know, they had some terrible happen, I guess, or in the media or poor life choices that set them away, I guess that can count. But more or less just they had a height and then they kind of dwindled. And I mean, then,
3: an example of that would be Robert Downey Jr.
2: And then they had the ability to sort of you know, reinvent themselves or a lucky break came back wrong. And then we're talking about them all over again. It's like a second act, right? I mean, um, and I think it's cool. People who can figure out how to to do that and kind of find themselves back in the limelight. Well, that started with Winona. She's coming to Mississippi in 2024 and she is. She's kind of having a little bit of a, you know, a second act right now and a standalone for sure. Someone mentioned Carlos Santana. Did he go away and then come back?
3: Yeah, he uh, was a really big deal in the 70s, didn't really ever fall off. I mean, from what I understand, he continued playing throughout and performing throughout, but then come the mid to late 90s, into the 2000s, it seems like every time you turned around, another band, another artist was collaborating with him, and he was bringing his signature style of guitar to a whole new generation.
2: Larry Hagman Webb from I Dream of Genie to Dallas. Not really sure who that is, I think. And I'm like, wow, that's a stretch. Like, that is a jump. <laughs> that is two different characters for for absolutely for sure. Rocky Byler got his leg um, mangled in Vietnam and the rehab and persistence he played running back for the Steelers. That is a pretty big uh, comeback story, as well as Mike Tyson, someone said. And Ozzy Osbourne, he released. A new album last year at 73 years of age
3: i mean mike tyson made some extremely poor life choices and went to prison and then came back and was just as good as he was before i would say if you're looking for a boxer with a comeback story george foreman. it's gotta be george foreman like that
2: man became a preacher And I still say, if you haven't watched his or it's not really a documentary, it's a movie uh, on Netflix. I learned so much uh, about his story that I had no idea. I mean, he walked away from the sport, um, you know, through his spiritual awakening, became a preacher, tried to do all the right things. And then through money woes, no fault of his own, but from unfortunate folks in his in his um, circle, he felt he could go back to what he was doing to get back to where he needed to be and. Not everybody can do that. <laughs> and in that was came the George Foreman grill and all the good things he did with it. Yeah, I, I was
3: a little too young to fully understand what was going on. But even I remember watching the George Foreman comeback boxing match.
2: And that's hard. Oh, and another one um, I would add in that is Diana Nyad. And so her Thing is now up on um, Netflix as well, just NIAD. She is the lady who, at 28, tried to swim from Cuba to Key West and she didn't make it. And so, for 30 years, she just gave up marathon swimming and then just decided at 60, I'm going to do this. I want to be, I want to complete what I started and she got the right team together, all the things, but she, she took her five tries. Um, so it was like by, by the age of what, 63, 64 back in 20, 12, 15, something like that ish. Um, she finally, you know, accomplished it. And what all she went through to make that like the bullheadedness you have to have, like that's incredibly inspiring that she waited, you know, that not only just at her age and then everything else she went through. So if you're looking for an uplifting, something else, um, it's very family-friendly and, and thoroughly enjoyed, the Niad story.
3: Josh from Laurel on the C Spire text line gives us two things. One, the grill was offered to Hulk Hogan first. What? Could you imagine a Hulkamania no. grill instead That's of a awesome. George Foreman grill? And then for a comeback, Brendan Fraser.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: From doing just about everything in the 90s to suffering from abuse and, and having to deal with demons and mental health issues to coming back and being recognized for his acting chops.
2: Pretty cool. So see, there are still some positive Encouraging, uplifting um, stories—all that started from Winona. Which, <laughs> if you do want tickets to her concert, you can figure out, uh, find out how to get those over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. And if you are looking for uplifting and positive and encouraging stories um, throughout our state during this particular season that we find ourselves in, that's the place for you. So, if you're on Facebook, just type in "Good Things with Rebecca Turner." Will pop up, uh, click to join, and Rhino and I would love um, would love to have you there. Um, all right, you got what? Four more hours for the polls to be open. So get out, exercise your right to vote. Don't forget, our coverage starts at eight p.m. Be kind.
3: If you're in line by seven, you still get to vote. So just go ahead and get there
2: and have your ID. And don't worry, you can buy booze if you're not in ranking anywhere other than Rankin county. All right, you got the boys coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. things